0: Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Duffy. I am Mike Stamler. How are we doing, Mike? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. good,
1: End of the year, Mike. Yes, it is. Close to Christmas here. End of December, end of year, end of our hunting season a while ago.
0: Yeah, we're going to bring this to you guys. This will air on December 31st, 2022. Yeah, buddy. I think, uh, think we'll do a year in review, year in review Mike. Year in review. Year in review. <laughs> it's hard to believe it's been a year we've been doing this podcast. Already. No, I know, right? <laughs> and yeah. We have like five people out like us. Five old people, It's <laughs> <laughs> getting there, yeah. Uh, things, are, things are going pretty darn good, but, uh, you know, we came up with this idea. People asked us a bunch of questions, and we figured we'd start answering them on do the podcast about it. Okay. So that's how it's that's how it all started and now things are getting bigger we appreciate you guys watching and listening by the way watching on youtube listening on all the podcasts that right know all the channels. right uh, i
1: do rss yeah apple <laughs> apple google iHeart, spotify uh, There's we're working on a couple other ones too but you know that's yeah, one good uh uh i haven't seen uh, seen people yesterday not a greatest day but uh they were asking me about it yeah said that they watch it and love yeah. it which yeah. is great am I like, great you know, I'm like, <laughs> glad <laughs> it's getting big <boogie. laughs> yeah i was hoping Woo! not to get punched in the mouth by somebody and, and <laughs> yeah like, i think you suck yeah i thought
0: that right about the towards the end of our whitetail season too yeah right we're going to talk about i mean well we're already back at it we've already started filming yeah stuff. we started
1: filming we already did some work which you
0: guys will see that stuff coming up early. so let's what well, let's just talk about our outputs quick so we have the podcast we have youtube we have our hunts which are airing during the hunting season yeah. and then we also have SPL which is small property layouts which like Mike said we've already started out this sure. year so you guys are going to start to see that stuff come back in so we'll be talking about what we do every year to our properties with our properties to change things to make them better uh, and that'll come out probably every two weeks i think is what we'll probably start out with uh, depending on how much we're actually doing because you know december january february march uh, there's really only so much you can do on the property, yeah. So, but we'll be talking about all of that, and you guys yeah. seen that last year and enjoyed that. People are commenting
1: and uh, watching the show, watching that yeah. weekly. So yeah. we appreciate all that. One of the neat things too is I know um, you have a few people that contact you all the time. I have a few that contact me all the time that have that had success from things that they implemented that we taught them or that they listen yeah. to from us, what I guess, whatever way you want to look at it, and Howard said box Yes. Which was awesome. I really liked seeing that. You that, know? that was really cool, and uh, I know on my end, a couple of people I talked to, both small properties that they hunt. Yep. You know? So, same thing we do. Yep. So that's pretty cool to see people doing that, and that's what we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, I'll show you guys a few <coughs> pictures of some of the people who have actually watched the show and had success this year. Um, I'm not going to say any names because I didn't ask them if I could use yeah, right. their names So, but uh, we do have permission to use the pictures, so we'll show you that yeah, to you guys. I know a few that would like
1: to sit in. Oh yeah. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, we're actually talking about bringing some guests in. We um, have people that like us. Yeah, there's one, or, <laughs> one or two people actually <laughs> right no. that like us. I guess. <clears throat> Besides our wives. Yeah, they, they have they, to. Yeah. <laughs> they did not get much of a choice. <laughs> but uh, so you know. We already started here at Mike's Place, like I said, with the small property stuff for this year. You know, last year um, we had a bunch of stuff to do on both properties. So we're going to kind of review what we did throughout the year. I'll show you guys on the video here as we talk through stuff about how we did some of our layouts, why we did what we did, and then we'll show you the success of all of our haunts throughout this show, too. Yes. So we did complete a trifecta each, which
1: was a number one goal. Took some work, and then it was hard. Um, you know, I don't think. Uh, I know, on my end, I don't think I really sat down and even thought about it until probably a week ago, honestly. Yeah. And it's it's December eighteenth today. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, excited and upset at the same time and stuff. Well. You know, and then to to sit back and and look at. Um, what we had to do to even make that happen and you know obviously the luck that had to be involved too with some of it and you know the hard work obviously and and uh you know the animals that were taken were were phenomenal yeah you know and really um like a testament to what you don't see on TV is always everybody's shooting this. Everything is absolute giant, absolute slammer, absolute, you know. And, you know, and, and there's there was people that said some things to me over the course of us doing this that I, I found just unbelievable to me. Yeah, good and bad. Yeah, bad, yeah. and, you know, about, well, why did you shoot that or why did he shoot this? And it's like, have you ever been in in any of these situations right you know we're out there and you're working and trying to get you know a, an opportunity on an animal yeah. um, especially in another state oh and um, especially if it's a new piece yeah never been there before i mean it, it it blows my mind the way people think i'm like you're really missing the point of everything yeah if you're and, and we've preached it a million times you know on on an animal with a bow is a trophy and the work put in like you know, I mean, we'll get into each hunt too, but right. You know, it's not easy. And yeah, to but be able to do what we did is it's a
0: major accomplishment huge for is, us, I you know. think. Um, and, and the sizes of the animals, you know, I don't understand why people they they don't get the idea mm-hmm. of the hunt. There there are people that say that to me. Majority of them are the type of people that are out. For the wrong reasons, they're out there to try and impress somebody else. Um, that or that they're just jealous, yeah. and they want to talk down somebody else's accomplishment. That 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 I've seen uh, uh, multiple times, and people like that I just don't feel right. well with. You know? Let it go. I mean, it is what it is. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but um, it's not something I do. I don't really look at somebody else's deer and go, "Oh, why'd you shoot that?" or I mean, why would you even say that? I mean, that's ridiculous. Right. You know? Um, everybody does know we're both not big gun hunters, but that's because we prefer to hunt with our bows. So we will definitely continue to bow hunt and push through. Uh, a lot of questions, a lot of comments on our QDM stuff, too. So we will also review that over uh, the next few months and multiple podcasts, so watch for that. But So we'll probably start the year out with, you know, last year, um, one of our bigger things that came up right away was Mike plowing his food plots yeah. with his tractor yeah. and why why you did it and you know we didn't have a ton of snow last year but there in the beginning we had one or two really good snowstorms and you had quite a few deer on the property did. and so you
1: figured heck, let's give them easier access to yeah. get to it I was actually it's funny you say that because I was just talking to a guy last night that I was going to do it again. Yeah. I'm going to put, the, I got a, I got a, uh, I don't know, a compact tractor, yeah. Kubota that I have a snow pusher for, and I used that last, that's actually the only time I used it was to clean off <laughs> my food plots. I plowed the snow actually with my plow truck, so, but yeah, I was thinking about going and doing it again because I do have deer on the property, I mean the food's there, Yeah. you know, so. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to do it again down in the bottom plot. Well, I think it's that was a, actually a really big success.
0: And if you guys have the opportunity to do that, you should try and do that. And check that out if you got a brassica plot, you know, where the obviously they've eaten all the greens down off of it, yeah. and you get a chance to kind of open it up the space so it's easier for the deer to get to the bulbs. I think that's a probably a pretty good idea because I know at my place, you know, I can't get in there and do that. No, and I think if it, if i was to do that i'd probably bring more gear into sure. the, to the area so that was that was one of the big ones right off the bat that people really thought was pretty cool and uh, not a lot of people think about for sure yeah. and then of course we started talking about how we're laying our properties out things that we were going to change you know um and we changed quite a few things here on your place but we also changed a bunch on <coughs> my place so, on uh, my place, uh, we had to do a bunch of different things, you know, we added a bunch of food. And we'll show you guys kind of the layouts there. We actually discussed putting in a few different cornfields, changed the way the and stuff was done, all of that. And uh, it laid out pretty well, ended up being successful on the property again. So. We'll show you guys all that. We had a lot of questions about why we lay out the properties in levels because you guys hear Mike and I talk about levels all the time. I just think it's an easier way to break the property up and you can work at certain parts of
1: everything in certain levels. Right. You know? Well, it's. um, I think it gives us a lot better options throughout the year, too, uh, morning and night, because you can. You know we, we talk all the time about pushing deer the way we want them to go or right. them where we want them um, so you know setting up our properties is mostly so we can get in and out too and hunt them at the right times and keep them on the property yeah so, well guess what we're gonna change it up again we, oh yeah. <laughs> we've, already, we've already started we changed mine up quite a bit because we we critique our stuff all year and you know uh, you know halfway through our our whitetail season, we were unhappy uh, with we had, what we did, and it, I don't think it was anything to do with probably what we did, but it no just wasn't yielding the results we wanted. There was a lot of variables this year, which we'll get <coughs> into a little bit later, but I'm going to show you guys that. And then, of
0: course, uh, midway through the summer, I had a heart attack halfway through the uh, year, July 5th, actually. <coughs> uh, not that I wasn't working out or whatever, but I sure the hell wasn't eating right and there's a lot of things involved with that which put me a little bit behind uh came back obviously worked my way back so we could hunt in the fall uh, setting goals and, and accomplish the things mike laid out a workout program for me which uh worked out really well which i'm still doing currently and uh just because of his background he knows rehab do so. Done a little while. Yeah, yeah. So we got that, <laughs> that back up and running. And uh, Mike came out and helped me on a bunch of things here on the property that you guys, I'll show you guys some of the stuff. But we did some, obviously, the food plot stuff, laying out mock scrapes, putting up stands, all of that. Uh, we had our buddy, Phil, come out with mm-hmm. us too, and he helped. And, of course, my wife was there every weekend also. So that was pretty good uh, coming back quickly. So I feel great now and i'm down 26 pounds so at the end of the year but we'll be better for next year because we got bigger and better plants correct Correct. but uh mike's place too um we did some stuff on the front main plot so we put in those we'll call them micro plots Mm -hmm. across the front should talk about how that worked
1: out for us yeah uh yeah (laughs) I thought it was an awesome idea, we both did. Yeah. Um, But, I I don't know, as the year went on, we had deer in them. Um, I think the problem with them, one of the problems with them was um, getting around them and getting in, which is already an issue at at my property anyway, Um, because we always had deer now down inside the corn, basically whereas as normally they stay out of the corn until you know late they don't really i mean they're another yes but yeah you know with the food in the corn it was just too much um i think it took away from uh my bottom plot for sure which has always been phenomenal no matter what i had in it yeah you know i think it brought, the, him, it brought it brought more to the front of the property yeah which, which was is, a mistake property. which yeah i don't think mm-hmm. is what we wanted you know so, you know what I mean? We did set the property up to keep them more on this side, but yeah. not necessarily feeding in this side. So it, um, we had water issues. Um, yeah. We were, we were out of water all year. Um, my regular pond went dry for some reason. We didn't get a lot of rain. My water holes, so I couldn't keep them full. Right. You know? Well, I think you
0: had, there, I mean, there's there's benefits and benefit, benefits, benefits and, and problems with everything there. But the benefit was had more deer on the property yeah the problem was you couldn't keep them yeah. happy i guess yep. water wise yep. so that was that was tough especially when it came to later in
1: the year yep. that yep. was a big oops on our part yeah which has been addressed it's Been addressed. you'll see it later yeah i'm not going to say it anything now but we already started to fix that problem yeah actually we did fix that problem it's fixed so it's done <laughs> but yeah that was one of the issues i mean but one good thing you know, that came up that i think is going to be awesome that i can't wait for now because we already did this too mm-hmm. is we're going to eliminate some of that stuff and and we're we already did something different oh yes which i think is going to be awesome and like yeah. i really like to talk about it but i'm not going to talk about it no no you guys watch, watch make the, it wait. Watch for the small property layout so come check that out here at the beginning
0: of the year and you will see what
1: what yeah, we've done but like we said we learned you know as we sit here you and i both sat here you know, there's things we got to change. Yeah. Um, you know. I need yeah, more bedding. Yeah. The same thing we we said when we sat your property. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know, the one thing I really noticed was, you know, where I sat there, um, and I sat there I think two or three times. You know, and we had changed our our corn and put more in, and and uh, but the problem was how the deer come off and can see into it off the hillside um, yeah. and where they come off and where our stand location is 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 uh, right in my sight. yeah it has to change so that has to change you know obviously we want to change that we want to change the bedding there yeah i actually think we're <coughs> and
0: remove them yeah and then gonna have to Basically. move them a little bit um and that'll take quite a bit of work that'll be coming up too we'll show that to yep. you guys in in the next shows but you know for for us the the property layout throughout the year is the fun part you know the strategy of getting everything ready, you know, and, and uh, you guys. A lot of you guys have asked, and and I'm just going to throw it at Mike right now, right in front of all of you guys, because he <coughs> hasn't he hasn't prepared for this or anything. But quite a few of them have asked if if we would be willing to uh, come to your property, make an assessment, and make layouts. We discussed it before, and I said no. Mike said maybe. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, we'll discuss it further. We've talked about it. know um, And we'll get some pricing and stuff together. I think. And we will be more and willing to come and work with a few of you. But we're not going to take on too many starting here the first year. Those of you who have gotten a hold of me will be obviously the first group to be uh, actually have the opportunity for us to do it. Realize we're only going to do maybe a couple of you a month and that's just due to us not having time. We've got everything else we do, real jobs, <laughs> all of that. Those suck. Yeah, but we'll discuss it and uh, we'll let you guys know here shortly and we'll make a company name and then uh, we'll move forward from there. So. I appreciate you guys reaching out to us and asking us to come to your properties and uh, help with you know helping you guys make small properties better I think we'll stay with properties that are a hundred acres or less I want to stay with small properties Um, those of you a couple of you got with me that have five six hundred acre properties we are not gonna take on a project that big (laughs) that's just my view on it Uh, the cost for doing that and the time involved is too much. But smaller properties, hundred acres or less, those of you who want to have us check out your properties, you'll be able to get a hold of me. Uh, we'll bring the information out here within the next month or so, and then uh, we'll work forward from there. Like I said, we're going to probably only take two to three customers a month, and uh, that'll be based off of our schedules. There will be no customers from the middle of August all the way through. The middle of December um, because we're out hunting. Correct. <laughs> so that's the way that's going <laughs> to go. Um, that being said, let's get into the hunting season. So we started in South Dakota, chasing antelope. Yeah, about
1: it. First couple of days of September, September 10th, I yeah, think we, we left. Yeah, we the second weekend we left. Yeah. second weekend of September right after um, Labor Day.
0: Yeah, well, I'm gonna yeah. ask ask you this right now. What what did you expect when we were going there? Expect as far as what? I mean, just in general. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, this was a first year thing for us. We had done that. We had never been to this place. We were actually introduced by one of yeah. the ranchers that we go someplace else at. Um, he actually owns this land, and.
1: The people that live there are great people. Mm -hmm. Tim and his wife and the girls and their son. It uh, I probably sounds arrogant, but I expected us to shoot to kill two animals. I did too. I just thought we would. Um, You know, we knew nothing about the property, the layout of it, um, where it was till we drove there. Right. Yeah, we looked at it. Um, You know, took a couple of uh, friends of ours with us. I never got out there before either. Um, you know, Carl and I hunt together and the other two hunted together. So um, yeah, it was hard. I mean, yeah. it's hot, it's hot you know, out there. And I have, I have people yet that still came up to me like, oh yeah, shot an arrow out there. And they didn't even know that we did it with a bow. Like, yeah, we did it with a bow. Like, you shot a bow? Yeah. How do you shoot an arrow with a bow? You know? <laughs> <I'm> like, uh, <laughs> it was not easy. It's not yes, easy. I can know? say that. Even the you know, Tim the, that runs the property out there, you know, said, he's like, I've never seen anybody that shot animals with a bow before. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody <laughs> out there has got them. So they thought it was a pretty cool. One. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to go back. Right. Uh, it, we had a great time. They were great people. Right. Uh, yeah, the terrain is uh, flat, yeah. uh, you know, with rolling hills. Yeah. I mean, there's not, it's tough to spot and stalk. You can spot. You yeah. can the spot. Yeah a stalk and you getting know, close enough is
0: tough it's not easy and yeah we did we did blind hunt one <laughs> decoyed one in um, which is an option out there yeah. um which i'll tell you is also very hard um, yep. and then the other one was obviously mike's was a spot stalk and a great shot and a not a short shot at 75 yards on a great animal by the way giant giant uh antelope well, giant in our books. I don't know. I don't know what it scores. Don't care what it scores. a big, big antelope. Yeah. So that was a great, great yeah. hunt. But there was a lot of work involved with that. Um, you know, first few days we were struggling, yeah. trying
1: to figure how how things work. Yeah. Trying to figure the property out, and um, you know how to how to use the terrain to our advantage. And, uh, you know, stuff like that, and it's. You know, and I don't. You know, I talk to people. I don't try to sound like you know we're some experts, but I, we've done it a long time, so it helps. Yeah. You know, especially what we've done in North Dakota for so long. And I'll tell you what, if I knew, and we say this all the time, if I knew the things I don't know now, 20 years ago, oh my god, down. I'd probably have, you know, and I'm not even just realistically, I would probably have six to eight hey. more huge mule deer on my wall. Oh yeah, that I screwed up on yeah. you know, easily. Not that I still don't screw up, huh? but yeah. Is that what I'm talking well, about? learning how to do that stuff, and the two that went with us, learned it. They learned the, pretty, the hard way. Yeah, you know a lot more. And we did, we did hunt with them after we were done. You know, and we did get on a lot of animals. Huh? Yeah. Well, they yeah. had more shots and, than we did. Yeah, and everybody had opportunities. That's Carl and I always say we're we're better at guiding other people than we are hunting ourselves. <laughs> it seems like so. It and does, no, we're not going to guide anybody. No, that's not happening. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was tough, um, hot, you know, it was in the 90s. Yeah, and you were hiking,
0: I think, well, I know that last day when we were following that one on Phil. Yeah. Um, JR and I were, what, five, six miles away from you guys? Yeah. And we were in two or three miles when you called me. Yep. Yeah. JR had that opportunity, which I'll show you guys that hunt. And. Uh-huh. Mike called me, said him and Phil were on one, were in a good position, and needed some help. Well, after what happened with Gerald, we backed back out. So that's three miles in, three miles out, then bringing the truck around, and then Mike and Phil were four or five miles in. We were in deep. (laughs) So JR and I went in there, and then we had to split up. I had to go get the truck, bring it around to the other side, so I left there. So I had 16 miles on my legs, and you guys were probably 16 to 20 miles on yours with everything you were doing.
1: Yeah. So that's one day. Yeah. On your legs. Yeah, that's so, one day. So we got back to the to the house. <laughs> Those two are <were> nighty night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys tired? <laughs> like you better rest up because we're going tomorrow again. That's so right. You know, and it's, you know, that's one thing, like, you'll know, if you know us, uh, there ain't no, there ain't no quitting, and yeah. there isn't no, oh, I'm sore, nobody cares. No. You know, cause harder. the days go away quick, you know, and like, like we talk a lot, you'll see us on our wilds day one, it's day two, all of a sudden it's day six, Yeah. and you're done in two days, one way or the other, Yeah. yeah. so it's like, you know, Spotting and stalking, and people that haven't done it, you have to make something happen. Oh, yeah. That's which is not what you do, uh, you know, archery, whitetail hunting. You don't make things happen, you put yourself in position where things can happen, right? I think more than I guess, but yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> like, you know,
0: if you're hunting out of a tree stand, I'm not saying you're not making things happen. But you're, you're putting yourself in a position for more things to happen, less variables to be bad for you. Yeah. That's how I look at whitetail hunting. Where when you're out west, you're spotting and stalking, like Mike's talking about now, the antelope. I mean, you spot them a mile and a half, two miles off, and all you have is rolling hills, you have to figure out a way to get there without yeah. them seeing you. And they've got 10 power binoculars, that's all Different they look through.
1: Yeah. It's, it's it, hard when you go and all of a sudden you get to where you want to be and guess what they're not they're not there no more no. well no. that was fun yeah where'd they go he moved and all of yeah. a sudden they're looking at you from another guy's yeah. side it's it's you know don't don't get us wrong i'm not saying white tail hunting's not hard no white tail hunting very hard um, you guys
0: have all seen those memes where it's it's got a picture of a <laughs> kind of a stocky dude built like a brick shit house he's an elk hunter and then there's an all ripped ripped up guy and he's a I don't know, a mule deer hunter or whatever, and then a heavy set guy in the corner and it says white tail That's hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but there's a lot to that. Yeah. Um, the other part about that too is, that, and the guys that went with us will realize, I mean, and they'll tell you, both of them will tell you that too, the conditioning is important, you know, and if you don't do it year round,
1: You'll pay in the end. Yeah, you will pay. be unsuccessful. Yeah. You will Man. not fill your tag. Yeah, it's we, we talk about all the time, and if you watch any of our podcasts, and this is things that I tell, I tell, I'll say, I tell Phil all the time. I said my biggest thing has always been control the things you can control. Mm-hmm. I said and make sure you don't let yourself down because mm-hmm. there's enough to go wrong <laughs> out there anyway. Yeah, you know. So your conditioning, you can control your shooting ability you can control. Yep. You know, and it's it's simple things that you're not gonna think of here, if you've never done it. And we watched, you know, and I'm not gonna throw both of them under the bus, but it's just because they don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just having how your equipment's set up, where are your binos, where is your rangefinder? you know? Yeah. How come you only have three arrows in your quiver? Right. I mean, it's and it's little things like that that'll cost you an animal. Oh, yeah. And, and you might not get another shot. You're five miles in. You got three arrows. You're in trouble. Yeah. You shoot it. You shoot an arrow, and also now you have two because you're not going to find it. No. Chances are you're not going to find it. No, when the grasslands, you'll yeah, never find it. You know. Um, and also maybe you take another shot. Now you got an arrow. You got one arrow. You got yeah. two guys. You got one bow, one arrow. What happens if that last arrow you hit <clears throat> that animal back? Now you got no arrow. Yeah. It's. What are you going to do? Yeah. You you got to be prepared, and <clears throat> you know things have to come easier to you. you know, yeah. Uh, like how we. we wear our binos how we have our range finders how things are set how we you know carl and i are kind of tuned into setting our pin as we walk ranging things as we're walking and moving things and when we get to a certain point we're probably not going to range anymore no you know because now we know our area around us we know our pin is set at say 60. yeah okay he's coming at 70. all right yeah i'm ready Right. I don't need to range him anymore. I don't need to reset my pen. I know where my bow shoots. Yeah. The <laughs> other part about that too, honey, is a two
0: man team. I mean, and I think a lot of that comes from our military background. Uh, it, but it is this, a huge asset. Yeah. You have to you have to trust the guy that you're with, I and mean, we you guys hear us talk about it all the time. You know, I trust Mike when he calls and he tells me 45 yards, 60 yards, 70 yards. Because we check our equipment against each other, that probably was a little tough for and Phil.
1: But... Yeah, well, it's just it's not a learned habit. Yeah, we've learned it.
0: Yeah, well, we're right
1: over a lot of failure. That's what people understand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've had <laughs> plenty of, plenty of failure. You know, and you know, you know, and I, you know, I, I'll say 100. percent I mean, in my opinion, out west this year, both times, um, I don't think I don't think we kill either of the four animals we kill if we're not together. No. Agreed. Because it was, we teamed on all of them. Every single you one. Know, it, there was some aspect of each of them that we worked together to get them. Oh yeah. Know? So it's a, you know, that's that's a huge accomplishment to the other guy helping. Yes. You know, in our aspect, like we're not worried about. I think like, that's. Oh, mine's bigger. Yeah. Jesus. Nobody cares. No. I mean, we, we don't care. Do. I don't uh, care. No. You know, we're. <laughs> when, I, I can remember this and it's probably on film i don't know when yours was coming in and uh you know we're like well he's a younger buck yeah and uh i'm like i'll shoot him carl's like no i'm shooting him <laughs> you know yeah we, we didn't care yeah like we're gonna get an, if we get an opportunity on I mean, when we're taking it yeah. you know it's not especially when your opportunities
0: <laughs> are far few in between when you're out west hunting there well even whitetail tail hunting i mean you think about that whether it's whitetail, antelope mule deer elk whatever you're hunting you get that what one two times a year yeah that you have to have you have to perform you have to make that shot yep. you know and every time you're practicing that's what you should be thinking i mean don't be that and i'll, I'll say it right out loud right now don't be that person who picks up your damn bow a week before the season and expects to be able to shoot deer yeah because that's not going to happen if you're going out west that'll never happen no and i straight up tell you that right yeah. now because 50 yards is a short shot out there yeah it is. it you is know? A 40 is a gimme there's no reason you should ever miss that shot yeah everybody's gonna rub
1: that in we'll get to that one
0: yeah well on both sides don't <laughs> feel alone you know somebody else has got a really nice five by yeah, five i am aware yeah i was told
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: uh but that's that's coming like i said we, we were animal hunting we were both yep. successful yep. mike's mike made, made a great shot at 75 yards. <clears throat> awesome animal mine was 40 yards 40 yards yep and you guys will see in the video, he ducks the first one. Oh, no. unbelievable. I know, thought, unbelievable. I thought it made a bad shot. You didn't even hear Mike say, he's like, you pulled it over him. Well, I mean, he's watching real time through yeah. a video frame, like this big. So it looked like it went over him. But when we slow it down, you guys will see it on yeah. the video here. It wasn't a bad shot. No, it wasn't, great. it was <laughs> it a great shot. <laughs> but he didn't make it the second time. somebody ate low, you know. he <laughs> didn't. Uh, but then, you know, we come back and the whitetail season had started. Yeah. And right off the bat, you know, we were doe hunting. Uh, I took a doe, you guys will see that here. Uh, One of the girls at work wanted a doe. I had too many doe on the property. And uh, I took a doe off right away for her. Um, And of course we had full intentions of taking more does and our season started to (laughs) slip away from us pretty quickly. No kidding. Uh, But it was, every time we went someplace to shoot a doe, (laughs) They, were they weren't there, yeah you know? it was weird yeah. really weird and uh you know as the way TLC's progressed we had some
1: challenges yeah it was uh you know we had a lot of we had a lot of good bucks on both properties we did you know that that were there a lot were there consistently um, we talked about it earlier of why i think some of mine didn't were real on and off late mm-hmm. um and uh, it cost one of them his life. Yeah. You know, uh, the one I was mainly after. Yeah. King. And I know right where he killed him, and I know that there's a stream that runs through there. Yeah. So in my head, I lost that deer because of my water Yeah. You know, because he was here. He was here all. Every day. For weeks. Almost every day I had my camera. Yeah. You know? And that was the deer that I wanted, deer that I let go last year. You know, so, um, you know, and, uh, they just all went away. And we didn't see anything on both properties. And we're on vacation. And we're like, where the hell are all the deer? Well, we were seeing stuff. I mean, a majority... of so deer, but not what we wanted. No. We and honest.
0: the other part of that was, you know, our weather wasn't cooperating. Yeah, it was warm. The first week wasn't so bad. We expected to actually make a kill early. Mm-hmm. And everything was nocturnal because the temperatures yep. were rising. Um, this year we had an unbelievable amount of acorns and even on my property i don't have a lot of oaks i mean i have oaks but not you know not like what mike's got here mike's mike's entire woods was like gravel yeah
1: it was all acorns
0: yeah they were random the deer were random yeah they were almost unpatternable. they weren't on the greens like we expected them to be the water wasn't here Mm -hmm. um and that like i i agree i think the water was the big one for Mm -hmm. you um, for me, I had water, um, but there was a lot going on down at my place, too, that I think was, I had a lot of pictures of people shining on my property, and not that it's illegal in the state of Wisconsin, but it annoys the hell out of me. So, all my deer were there, but they were nocturnal. hmm so, and then of course it started to get later. So we take the last week of October, first week of November off, you guys all know that. From October 20th through the full first week of November, Mike and I are on vacation. We believe that that's the best time. Pre-rut time is when we shoot most of our bucks. Um, that's when we were on vacation. And all of a sudden the temperature dropped. It was October 29th. Mm-hmm. Somebody got a chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we split up actually we because
1: we only wanted um, to see what was going on and get Phil some wood stand. Yeah, too. You know, we weren't uh, we weren't liking anything we were seeing, obviously. So you know we had talked about we were coming back from Carl's property and I'm like, well, I'm gonna take I'm taking Phil tomorrow at my place because you know he helped us do a lot of work. So I wanted to get him in the, in a stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and, You know, we weren't seeing a lot, so I'm like, well, let's get, you know, we'll sit mine in the morning Carl's going to go to a different spot and sit. We're just going to see what happened. And, you know, that night, you know, because I saw cams, everybody knows that. Well, they had cut the corn, too. Yeah, they cut the corn that week. And, uh, you know, that night I had uh, a flyer buck showed up on my camera again, and I hadn't seen him for weeks. Yeah. So I knew he was here again, so I was excited just because I knew there was at least one good deer here. Right. Um. You know, and picked a stand that you and I hung yep. specifically for the rut to hunt. It. Yep. It's you know, it's about three quarters of the way down the north side of my ridge, um above a bedding trail, you know, by my biggest bedding area. Yep. Um, on the east end of that. So we you know, they trail out of there a lot. Um, never hunted there before, yep. never even sat the stand before. You know, so that that was where I was going. I put Phil on the same ridge about, you know, what, probably 800 yards from me. Yeah, it's 800 I think yards on a water down. hole where we have a lot of bucks run. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was real quick. Like, I turned around like I was going to get out of the stand. You know, I was. Well, let's get later in the morning. Let's get later in the morning. I was pissed off. Yep. I mean, I'm like, what is going on? You know, I'm like, this stand sucks. Every stand sucks. <laughs> Everything I did is wrong you know what am i doing I everybody do- knows this oh yeah it's so. frustration you know and i'm literally standing up and honestly screwing around with the seat on this stand because it's making noise and yeah. I'm, I'm like why is the stand making noise it's new and i look you know to my left and here he comes he's already on the trail and he's already you know at 35 yards yeah you know and i'm bumbling around up there <laughs> and you know whatever like we like you talk about Everything just went automatic at that point. Yeah. And, you know, I made a 23, 4 yard shot on him, I think, and he went maybe 50, 60 yards and was done. Yeah. It was quick. Yeah, it was okay. a great shot. And on a great deer. Yeah. And on the deer I wanted next. Yeah. You know, he was on my list. Yep. You know, I didn't, like I said, I was more than willing to let him go had I had the opportunity at the 10.
0: Yeah, but you weren't. You had what was it, twenty five or twenty six days? You had not yeah, seen <laughs> no pictures. No, nope, gone. And so then, I figured he was gone. Yeah, you know. Hey, you took flyer in. Yep. To the place where you're gonna. Yeah.
1: So I take him in. There's a local guy out here, great guy, uh, that cuts up deer and capes. His own little business. So I take him over. He's only a couple of miles from the house. Yeah. And. So I walk in to just fill out the paperwork and I said, there's there's a deer laying on the floor yeah. that he's cutting up. And I look at him like, well, I know that deer. And it was King, <laughs> if any of you guys that watch us, there, I had a lot of pictures of him, 10-pointer. Yeah. Um, and he got shot basically, I don't know, kitty corner from my place a quarter mile away yeah. um, with the bow. You know, So that was a little heartbreaking for me. To see that well, yeah but it's also the answer but it's the end of him and I knew it so then I felt a lot better about taking flyer because now I know that the one I was after is gone anyway yeah so and I, I'm not gonna say I was gonna pass fire up if you walk by me Nah. i mean it sounds great yeah <laughs> but i probably would have did it anyway <laughs> i would hope not that so, was a great deer because i'll tell you right now i have shot that deer you want i mean we like to say well this is one we're after and we're not going to shoot one but if a good one comes he's probably going to get it yeah you know? if he's poking young deer, he's going to get an arrow yep. so you know then only a couple days later yeah uh
0: down at my place then mike shot his butt the 29th 30th rolls around and uh <clears throat> Went down to my place again. Was hunting three quarters of the way up the ridge, hunting between uh, bedding areas, expecting some transition and some movement in there, and, and just was not seeing what I wanted to see, dude. And uh, so I thought, well, heck. I said, it's been five days since we hunted the bottom. I'm gonna come in in the morning when it's cool, and I'm gonna hunt. Um, the east side of mom's plot or the sweeper side is what we call it I had shot a ten-pointer a few years ago there um, it's kind of a corner where the crick makes a 90-degree bend Stands right in a box elder on the corner uh, cornfield to my east mom's plot right in front of me and to my west which was uh, clover and um, chicory and the deer like to transition off that hillside to the north so I'm in there in the morning what I didn't know is I had lots of pictures of bucks that night. Yeah. Uh, and of course I walked by the camera, or whatever, and the pictures of me going in. So I got there and see a little buck in the morning. You know, come by nothing. I was going to shoot a year and a half old, a couple little does, and you know it's getting to be about eight, eight fifteen, and I look down to my east and I see a body of a deer going up the ridge there, kind of off that point where the cornfield bends. I could tell if it was buck or doe, so I thought, I'm just going to sit there. Crossing the road. Yeah, he's going to cross the road to go to the north. Well, as soon as he got up there, I knew I'd be able to see him because you could see up in the field. I look up there, and I can see rack. I'm like, yep. Grab the grunt call. As loud as I could because he was 300, 350, maybe 400 yards away. And immediately (laughs) turns down, starts coming along the field edge. You know, Got him close to me. Hit him a couple times, turn my head away with some tending grunts into the bottom, making him think there's a buck down there with a doe. And he took the bait there, but he come right to the road, standing on the road. I'm like, Get off the road! You know, and I couldn't tell which deer it was at the time, but I knew it was one I was gonna shoot. And so down he came, and I thought he was gonna walk right into that cornfield, so I does a full draw. You know, I'm waiting, and he's like, not. Nope, he turns and comes back to the real thick stuff. But put a hard quartering. Uh, shot on him, he was quartering at me really hard. Actually, <laughs> when you when you see the video, I didn't think it was that bad. But anyhow, I put an arrow in him, and he ran behind me and across mom's plot. I was a little worried about whether I, I waited about an hour and got down and found the arrow. Realized okay, yeah, I got guts on the arrow. That was the exit. The arrow and, uh, went back over, found the blood, found the deer, not 20 yards away. It's got uh, somewhere somewhere we went in into there. the real thick stuff and uh, took down the drop eight, which we had a ton of pictures. It's not it came out back. Real nice eight-pointer. Uh, so that was the end of my Waytail season, and then Phil took one that night. Yeah,
1: I think it was that night, was it? It what was, was that night, Halloween yeah. night. Yeah, Phil, uh, you hear us talk about him a lot. He went out west with us, a um, good friend of ours. He had a lease that he was hunting, and he um, you know, was really telling me a lot of what he's seeing and seeing this and seeing that, and, and uh, he had never decoyed before. I like to decoy, I'm yeah. certain. You know, if I think it's going to work. Um. So he calls me because he kept wanting me to go with him. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to go with you. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I want you to go. Yeah. I want you to do it. You know. So he calls me. I'm like, no nah, I'm not going to go. I'm at work. You know, and I was. And yeah. I said, but you know what I do. Yeah. I said what I said take your decoy and I said set him up and I told him how to set him up All Right. you know because he, had, he hadn't hunted with a decoy before and we've talked about setting decoys yeah if you listen to our podcast we'll tell you we'll review it again uh, obviously I'll you should set a decoy up we'll get into that again but anyway he did it you know Phil's a property he hunts and uh, you know he wanted me to keep going on with him I wanted him to go on his own right um, and get a buck and he had a couple of good bucks out there and he kept telling me you know, I keep seeing him come out of the stand, you know, because we had talked about where he had set his stand locations, and um, he just couldn't get in it, Right. you know, to get close to him. And, and from what he was telling me, you know, it sounded like in his area, the bucks were aggressive, and they were looking to fight, which is I absolutely love that part, yeah, if I can see that, which I didn't get to do that this year. I didn't, I didn't see it myself, which I love. But anyway, yeah. so I said I would take a decoy. Set that decoy, I told him how to set it because he's never... Yeah, decoy. You know, decoy hunted before, and we talked about it a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we'll touch on it again this year. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but, you know, set that decoy, and, you know, he, he's he got a grunt call that I got him actually a couple years ago, and he's been working with a little bit, so, you know, gave that deer a couple of grunts. When he came out, he came right to him. Right. You know, and he shot him at, I don't know, 20 yards. A little yeah. cranked up. A little bit. You know, and I, we gave him a lot of crap because we, you know, rookie footage. We did Air's hunt. Yeah, yeah. You know, that he filmed, but he... It'll get better. Yeah, I mean, we'll show sure you it's guys some to do footage. It. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, but he got one then, you know, so three of us were done. Yep. In three days. I think, three days. Three days. So it happened that quick, which was awesome. Yep. And then, of course, we come to Mike and I's
0: favorite hunt ever. Yep. So Mike and I like to hunt western North Dakota spot and stock mule deer. Yep. And we've been going to the same place for twenty three years yeah. now together. Yeah. And been successful, been unsuccessful, yeah. you know, and we were all cranked up for this hunt. Yeah. And then a week before we actually head out there, they get blasted with snow. Yeah. Winter early winter snowstorm. You know, and
1: people think that, oh that's awesome. You got snow on Oh yeah. It, yeah. it is absolutely shit it's great it's, for seeing yeah dude. it's a shit show though with snow out there <laughs> it's um, it gets so cold at night yeah and the snow is like walking on aluminum cans oh yeah it's you're not spotting and mule deer you know it, if, it, if you're making noise you're not spotted. <clears throat> so spotting it, it was brutal you know um it was the only not- thing that kind of saved us is it did get warmer during the days during the mornings yeah, it, it uh,
0: by midday, by noonish uh, on certain days. Not the first couple of days we were there, but as things progress, it started to get warmer in middays, get into the mid
1: forties or low forties, and the snow would actually start to soften up. Yeah, you day. could walk it a little bit with it, uh, so they'd be pretty careful, yep. that you could get in the places a little bit better. There was a couple things going on this year for us when we were in North Dakota. Uh, there was,
0: I don't want to say there was less animals, but there was less. Of the bigger deer buck wise Um, and I would say uh, that was a big big issue with what we were seeing Um, and we were earlier I think the rut actually came later this year than normal I I don't know if that's a date thing I'd have to look back at our notes and see over the past years Um, date-wise, rut-wise, because it seems like the guys two weeks after us were seeing what we would see, I want to say three or four years ago. Normally, yeah. Yeah. (coughs) So... Yeah, for it was the weather that did it or... Or what. But the first few days, I mean, don't get me wrong, we had our opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, I missed the same buck a couple times. I think Mike might have missed him once. uh, there was even a, a bigger one than I ended up getting that I missed at 30 yards and and we made the perfect play on him which made me very very angry mm-hmm. um, uh, we had a five-by-five five yeah that that's the case. one that we didn't get yeah we didn't get well we guys both, after us shot him right we both had opportunities yeah we
1: did we had him a couple
0: times but uh, uh, mine was probably the best opportunity and I did make him bleed uh, <laughs> put an arrow right across the top of his back. Uh, and you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, and the guys two weeks later shot him. Yeah. Which congratulations to them. Yeah. Um, but uh, it ends up being day six, Thanksgiving day. Yeah. And Mike and I are coming out of where we where we hunt. And there's this big four by four right immediately to our left and he's crossing the road yeah. with his does. I bomb out of the truck and Mike bombs out of the truck and he grabs his range fighter and I grabbed the bow and I think the first yard he, <laughs> he called was like eighty nine yards. Something. Yeah, And he's, yeah, he's heading straight away from us. Then it was one oh two and they finally stopped and stood there at hundred and twenty. Yeah. And I thought, I should probably fling an arrow. He was gonna. I thought he was gonna for a second. I thought differently of yeah. it.
1: He got back in the truck and left.
0: Yeah, got back in the truck and left. <laughs> I'm like, he'll be here when we come back.
1: So then we went, and Mike got on a really nice deer, set up perfect on it. <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous. I, you know, we know this property like we live there. Yeah. We really do. We've been there so much. And, you know, we spotted this deer. Um, you know, I went out on my own because Carl's like, you might as well just go out there because we want to take two people out there. It's just yeah, double the noise and. And it was early so it was real crunchy yeah yeah. really crunchy and cold and um you know seen him was a good buck don't even i don't even really know how big he was to tell you the truth big enough yeah he was a good deer and he beds he beds with a doe so i just stood there the whole time and waited well finally she moved and he moved so i come around and um, i get in the truck and car comes back i'm like take me you know down around the bed and drop me off i'm like you know we both know yeah where are these deer coming they're gonna come right up and they, they cross mm-hmm. this we call it a road it's not a road it's a you know trail road to to a rig, a it's, a, rig. It's, it's a trail <laughs> you know and and they go into this other valley which goes to this other piece where we hunt and I'm like drop me off and I'm like he's probably gonna come right up this valley you know And I, if he follows her out he's I'm gonna kill him yeah and it was absolutely perfect you know Carl takes off drops me off looks back sees them coming down the valley yeah they were coming right to him. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there and waiting, 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 and, you know, tucked behind some brush. He crests out of that valley at, I don't know, even close, 40 yards. Yeah. And I'm like, here it is. And he turns and goes over the hill, and I'm like, where the hell is he going? And the doe, of course, went around the other side of the hill <laughs> and is standing, you know, out in the, not the field, but out on out the flat. from the flat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she decides to turn and go back. So he goes right back with her and I'm, it was that quick and I'm like, you gotta be kidding. You know, we watched deer cross that road a million times and yep. he did the exact same thing and you know, he followed her. So that was over. And I was pissed. I'm were, like, this is ridiculous. You, you know, dead. I'm like, that is a perfect setup. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't work, you know, so we took off. And I think then we went back, went back. to see if that one was better. Yeah, and we really, come up to the come up the
0: intersection. Uh, Kind of where those deer were, and you could see this whole huge hillside. And we spotted their does right away because they were up on their feet. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah, I think there were six or seven does. Yeah. We're sitting there glass, and I'm like, "Where's the buck? Where's the buck?" And all of a sudden, boom! He comes up out of the bottom. He gets up on this little flat about three quarters way up the ridge, like they normally do, and he beds right down. So. <coughs> He lays down, and those are still standing there, feeding and doing their thing. I said to Mike, I said, "Well, we'll head up to the north of the property here and see if we come across anything. And if we do, great. We'll will uh, we'll, we'll uh, get on it. Mike, can get on and get his chance. We'll come back and see if these deer are all bedded. And if they are, I'll put a stock on them. So we come back, went up there, wasn't much going on. Come back, and here they're all bedded now, right on this flat, and above it, and below it, and mm-hmm. they're everywhere." We heads to the south about a mile, and Mike drops me off, he heads back to the intersection so he can watch. So he's probably seven, 800 yards away, and I start working my way up the ridge. All this is going to take a while, you know, because it's steep and it's long. And I end up coming over to the top right on top of where I wanted to be, and like Mike said earlier in the show, he's talking about, you know, we've been out there long enough that, you know, you know to range things and range this, and I can't see the buck. I end up seeing one of his doe, and I'm ranging that, and I'm ranging the tree where I think I know the buck is bedded. Tree is right in front of where he is. I range that at 40 yards, and I was up there for, I don't know, a while. And sooner or later, I kind of started to cross the edge, and one of the does picked up on my, whether it was my sound or whatever, because there was snow up there, but once you get to the edge, it's just pure shale. So walking on that, it's crunchy, and I got to the edge. The doe's kind of bound off, and I take a step forward, and I'm looking for the buck. I'm at like half half draw, and I can't see him. I look back to my left, and he's through this tree, this cedar. I got about a 2-inch hole in front of me at about 20, 22 yards, but I could see him clearly pull the bow back. Pin's already set at 40. Put the pin right on his vitals, squeezed off, arrow cleared the hole perfect. Went right through both lungs of the deer. He took off, ran 65 yards, and I was done which was awesome, really nice four by four. Great buck, Uh, one of the bigger ones we actually seen that week. Mm -hmm. And then we had a 700 yard drag back to the truck.
1: (laughs) That was crap. Yeah. (laughs) I specifically told you, when you shoot the deer, you make him run this way. I told him this. He did. This is documented. It's true. And he did not do it. He's like, well, he kind of ran that way. I'm like, no, he didn't, Uh, ran across the hill. He went down first, then he went across. Yeah, he the went down, there. then he went back up. Yeah. That's they what they like to do.
0: Yeah, they have that tendency. But that's where he died. Yeah. So we got that done. <clears throat> ran back to the house, quit. Grabbed some
1: cheese for lunch. Yeah, cheese and some water. Cheese and water. Out. And uh, headed back out immediately. Yeah, we, like, I know probably a lot of people know, we usually take turns when we're hunting. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. if a guy takes off and he's after a buck or, you know, whatever, and it doesn't work, then you know then the other guy goes yeah that's kind of what we do so we don't care it's not like um, well I'm going after this one because he's bigger it's you know or or whoever grabs her bow first out of the truck yeah <laughs> <laughs> might be yeah. and then the other guys ranges. that's kind of what we do it but yeah we yeah. went back and you know it was I don't know 1 1 yeah I don't even know it was early afternoon yeah you know and it's dark at 4 four thirty. 30 yeah. we're done yeah so the day goes away quick you know we, we got about nine hours of light we went back to where we normally glass um, and had that you know I snuck up and had that that, that big five by five. Oh and yeah 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 yeah. You know, um, had him at eighty eight yards, um, which is a long shot, but it's a shot I can make, yeah. you know I can make. And he's bedded long ways yep. under a little cedar across the coolie from me. Um, Carl's watching from the truck, so he's not he can't see the deer, but I range him a couple times. I filmed you. Yeah, set my pin. <laughs> I'm at full draw on him, and I'm just settling in. I'm like, I'm just like, you know, I get to a point where I, you tell yourself, settle in. Make a good shot. You know, the pin just kind of floats there, and you make a night, and the bow just goes off. And I was just getting that point. I needed a couple more seconds, and he stands up and goes up the hill above where it was laying. I'm like, can I, you know, pull the bow up on him? I'm like, what? The? And then he takes off. Well, anyway, you had a deal with him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see her. She could see me. He couldn't see me, but it didn't matter. She she busted and he busted. And I was mad as hell again. I'm like, you know, two seconds. And that deer's probably dead. Yeah. And then, you know, you see what he is when he takes off, which I didn't even know what he was yeah I just seen his rack and I'm like I'm gonna shoot him Yep. I like, mean, he looks like a good deer yeah you know so we're not counting points no you know if, if you if you think we are or not yeah but anyway
0: I'm not assessing whether I think that no. deer is and young yeah. or nothing. I'm like
1: yep or no yep <laughs> so we take off you know and, and uh, we're obviously you know we're in full go mode the last several days here because it's Thanksgiving Friday's our last day no yep. so we're literally a day and a half left um, we're Going down, you know, to a side of the property we don't go to a lot, yeah. You know, side there um, that that we can hunt. Um, we, but we had been seeing deer there, yeah. So we went down there and uh, drive through and see a, a good buck um, with some dope and uh, we just kept going. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're making a plan we come back. Anyway, we come back and it's perfect. It really was the deer's at. You know, Carl's basically over my shoulder with the camera. The deer's at 45 yards, and he's bumping a doe. Um, just, just a little little ledge. Yep. You know, but full body. You can see his full body. Can't see his legs. Um, you know, 45. I range him. I set my pin. Let it go. You hear it hit. Deer takes off. We're both looking at him. Like all over. Yeah, he's gonna his, die. His ears are back. His tail's down. Yep. Like thing can be crushed. No. Yep. Um, and we still kept watching him, which we never do, I might add. Yeah. Normally we're throwing arrows and we talk about that. So I, I regret that again as I tell this story. <laughs> the deer goes up and turns and, you know, I pull my vinyls up and look at him and there, there's no hole. There's no blood. No, no. And I, you know, I look at Carl and he looks at me and I, we are no idea. We have no idea what happened. So... He, you know, he. I'm mad as hell to say the least. But he takes off and kind of pushes the dough up, and I'm like, "I'm gonna go after him." Yeah. So I, I go after him. call leaves. You know, they kind of watch him go away, and, and um, I go after the deer, and you know, I'm, I dr- fall down in this pond, and you know, I drop an arrow, I drop my release, and it's just a, it's a cluster, you know, <laughs> and you know, I get to, I get inside of a hundred of them again. And he's just feeding. He's feeding with these doe, but I have no shot at him. Yeah. You know, and the, the head doe starts to work back towards me, and I'm below this bank where I kept falling in the pond. which right. you know where it is. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, going to come right back to me. I'm like, like, it's going to work. You know, and uh, I can hear something blowing. And I'm like, what is blowing? And above me, on the hillside, stands a 6x6 six six bull elk. Looking straight at me, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding!" Blowing at me, so now these deer are alerted. They all blows out of there; the deer blow out of there with him. You know, I'm mad. I go after him again, and never get there. Carl comes back, and he sees the deer. The deer at that point got sick of it. Yeah, left the doe across the road, gone, <laughs> yeah. and up into um, the, neighbor's the neighbor's neighbor's property. Race. Yeah. So that's over, and I get in the truck, and I'm I'm mad. Yeah. To say the least, yep. you know, I'm like, a, and I'll say this, I'll say it every day a 45 yard shot, gimme. Oh, yeah. I make that shot 100 out of 100 times. Yeah, but what you didn't see is when you slow it down in slow motion. Yeah. Your shot was great. You just hit something before you hit the deer. Yeah, I hit some brush I or know, something. Some, bru- some scrubby brush or something, you know, and I don't like to say as an excuse because I told Carl, I said, I don't know, I think I dropped my arm. I don't know what I did. I, I just blew it. I blew it. Well, I didn't even see it until you know, the video. Yeah. You know, so I thought maybe I dropped my arm out and did a peeky peeky boo. Yeah. To look well. Anyway, I hit the brush. Doesn't matter. It's I'm mad about it. I'm still mad about it. I'm mad
0: oh, about I know. It we're already prepping. Yeah. I'm <laughs>
1: prepping different for it. And it's the thing I could have controlled because I built a whole seen. new bunker so we can shoot out to 150 yards. Yeah. I did. I did. I <laughs> built a new bunker to shoot and I'll show that later, but. <laughs> so we're going back and it's quiet in the truck. Pretty quiet because this is. You know, it, it means so much, and it's hard to get an opportunity. So, you know, and I'm, I'm dejected, and um, I'm not gonna say I was at quitting or anything like that, but just mad yeah. at the opportunity that I had, and that's gone now. So I'm like, all right, I gotta i got to do something, you know. And then I start getting mad, I'm yelling, and I'm pissing and moaning to Carl about it, which is what we do. Did we do that a lot to You easier. know, to each other. Yep. Because we did it all week. Yeah, and, <laughs> we did. You know, rolling back up another coolie where we go a lot, and was like, there's a, looks like a pretty good, he's like, looks like a fork buck pushing some bill across the road. I'm like, let me out of the truck. Yep. He looks at me, I'm like, let me out of the truck. I'm like, I'm going after him. He's like, okay. So he lets him out, it was quick. It was like quick. Like, he didn't even get, get the first shot on film. No, I, I turned the damn <laughs> camera
0: on, and it, I, the camera's booting up, and all of a sudden I hear the boat go off. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at the deer, like, okay. And I get him just dropping over okay. the top of he's the hill. Over the top of the
1: hill, and it was a, uh, he was bumping a doe on, yeah. on the hill right above us, basically. I had to shoot him uphill. Um, and I hit him down low. Wasn't it really a bad shot, was, It wasn't a bad shot, and then I thought it was a bad shot. I'm like, what? I'm like, are you kidding me? You never stop shooting. Yeah, and the, the deer goes up over the hill well, now I gotta try to get up there. Yeah. Um, and if you're watching the video you can see the blood behind me. Oh yeah. Going up over the hill. Yeah. And anyway, I get up over the hill, you'll you'll see me on range him again. Yep. Set my pin, go to shoot, he turns around and sees me and bolts. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, really? Yeah. like, this is how my week's going right now. Yep. But anyway, you know, long story short, we get around on him. um, Get another arrow on him. And get another arrow on him, which is what we should've did to the bigger one. But whatever. Yep. So, and put him down. um, Ends up being a three by two. Yep. uh, Buck, nice buck, big deer. uh, and it was as hard as I've ever hunted out there. I think that's the hardest we've ever You know, was yeah. he the biggest mule I ever shot? No, he wasn't. But I tell you what, it was the hardest one I ever worked for. Yeah. Especially, I say that now because I know what I'm doing. So it was more irritating to me and the other ones, you know? Yeah. Um, but nice buck. Um, he will be on my wall. Yep. He's know getting him. them all in it. Um, But just a lot of, you know, a lot of emotion. That goes into that stuff that I think people that know us don't see, you know. And it's like I, I was tapped out. I was just done. Well, you even said it you in know? the interview. You're like you, you said. You're, I think
0: your exact words were, "I'm I'm so dejected," yeah. and that means I'll tell you right now, that's a lot for him to say when he says he's dejected, because I haven't met very many people that have the drive that he's got and what I did in the military the guys I hung out with uh, I'll tell you right now uh, they're all like him and nobody ever says dejected unless you were like beat in the submission type of beat yeah. where the average person would have just been like I'm staying in the camp yeah, or staying that's in what the I felt trailer. like I just you know it
1: just didn't feel like anything like- <laughs>
0: that's the other thing about both of us too is if one of us gets down the other one's going to push him because neither one of us are going to quit no you know i've been there you know last time we were in north dakota when i mule deer tag where mike had it he's like let's go come on we got another one yep and uh that's that's how it works with each other you know And and that was the end of our season basically we did come back we tried to hunt here. I I only really went out once or twice. Yeah, to be I sat honest, out once or
1: twice and just watched. And, and
0: it got to the point where I was like, you know, if he's made it this far, I'm just gonna because next yeah. year he'll be bigger. Yeah. And I agree. There was there was some that made it on my property. Some that made it on your property. We're not showing any pictures because too many people watch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one thing we're gonna change.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be. A, so. We'll talk about deer, but I don't think we're going to be showing as much of the deer uh, that we have on our particular properties, um, but we'll talk about the stories when we shoot them for you guys. Correct, sir. we we'll talk about laying things out, <laughs> showing all of that part of it, but um, yeah, that was pretty much our year. And now it's January 31st, tomorrow is going to be
1: 2023, Mike. Yeah, it'll be, be a new year we've already started. Prep yep. this upcoming year. Um, see, Archer's in it. Archer's in so. He's hit. Yeah. Um, what stuff we're going to be doing? Stuff you know, we got the ATA show coming up. We're going to go to.
0: Yep, we got ATA coming here in uh, what is it? The tenth of January, eleventh, twelfth, somewhere in there. Yep. We're going to be over down in Indianapolis. ATA stock, talking to uh, partners and checking out all the new equipment. We'll bring you guys. Uh, any of the new equipment we think is cool yeah, or stuff might we went on, we maybe might be shooting using. some different sites maybe? Yeah this year. Yeah, there's They'll a those couple new companies making some pretty neat stuff I think we're gonna We'll be shooting the same books. We will be shooting PSE for sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and we will be using Black Eagle Arrows That's for correct. sure. Correct. So um, other than that, I think we're gonna call it a call it a show. It was a good year, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate hanging with you again, as always.
1: Getting it done. We got a whole new year now. We're done. We got we're a new move on. We got a new goal. Moving forward. We got a quad factor contract yeah, Quad we're gonna call it. Quad factor. Let's see if we can get that done. Actually I do have an opportunity at
0: another here
1: Yeah, it could be a No no, there's another one. Uh, that I have no, one. I don't. I know you said a little something the other day. Oh, okay. I don't even know what quit quinfecta. Quit A lot of facta. We better get some more vacation. Yeah, that's real right <laughs> I quit. I quit right now. I quit. I will quit if it's
0: mule deer hunt. Yep. I'll just tell them, don't pay me for a week or two. Yeah, okay. I don't care. Okay. I'll save up. I'll be alright. Yep. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. Thanks for checking out the show. We'll talk to you guys
1: next year. Thanks for tuning in all year. We really appreciate it. Right on. We're not even going to say the names of the podcast right now. No, good luck out there. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll see you shortly.